everybody, and uh, welcome to episode 39 of Why Would You Show Me This? I am Will. I'm Danny. And uh, for this episode, uh, I got to show Danny one of my favorite early films uh, from the 1930s, 1931 to be exact. Yep. And that is uh, Fritz Lang's M, mm -hmm. which uh, if, if you love classic film, uh, I think, believe you know this, uh, but I will read the synopsis on the back of the Criterion DVD here. A simple haunting phrase whistled off screen tells us that a young girl will be killed. Who is the murderer? Pleads a nearby placard as serial killer Hans Beckert, played by Peter Lorre, uh, closes in on little uh, Elsie Beckman. In this harrowing masterwork, M, Fritz Lang merges trenchant social commentary with chilling suspense, creating a panor panorama of private madness and public hysteria that to this day remains the blueprint for the psychological thriller. Which I do agree. I do too. It's a very, very uh, well-paced, well-scripted, thought-provoking crime film. Mm -hmm. um, what did you think about it? I liked it a lot. Yeah. I, uh, it didn't take me long to... to realize that i probably was gonna like the whole thing so with your with your penchant for true crime i think yeah I, once once we started to get into it i was like oh yeah danny's gonna like this yeah yeah um we talked about how um and we i think i kind of glommed on it earlier on in the film that uh the murder is part of the plot but it really isn't the most important thing that you're focusing on in the movie yeah it's really pretty much everything else that is happening around the murder mm-hmm it's it's how everybody's reacting to it, basically how everybody's dealing with it, uh, and what they feel should be done, and that kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, it it has a lot to say on um the justice system, mm -hmm. and uh, uh uh it gets into some some definitely uh I guess taboo things about pedophilia. Yeah, it does. Um, which I really like that uh Fritz Lang went there. Mm -hmm. um because you know most people they talk about that and it's like kill him get him off the earth yeah uh this film poses some questions as opposed to just kill them and get them off the earth mm -hmm. um what was what was uh, a theme or something in the film that you you really connected with or that you really liked um i don't know i uh i can't help but notice a lot of the shots that he takes no, he's he's just his cinematography is always fantastic it is really good um the only other film i've seen by him is metropolis which is good and this is obviously very different from that um i like the themes of because uh, in in this um the police obviously are looking for the murderer there's uh there's been at least i guess they say eight victims uh, which is obviously a lot um, and everybody's on edge. The police are looking for him. And at one point, um, even the uh, the mob that operates within the city uh, starts to try and hunt him down as well. Because uh, since there are police everywhere kind of patrolling, they're obviously not able to do what they would normally do crime-wise. So they uh, get together and make a plan to catch him themselves so that they can get back to their business. Not Not because... He's like murdering children, but because it's interfering with their business. I I do feel that uh, it's a little bit of each. Yeah. Uh, especially with the end scene with some of the women, um, I guess probably the prostitutes. 
uh, that that are talking about that. But um, yeah, uh, in the beginning, uh, one of the big things uh, after we realize that there is a big manhunt for this uh, child murderer is that they go to a bar and uh, they raid the bar, which is filled with criminals, filled yep. with people with guns and drugs and everything. Um, so I, that really starts it off. It really shows that that this uh, murderer is just messing up everything. Everything. Um, the thing that we both liked, I think, was there are scenes, uh, well, a, a scene, I don't know if you want to call it that, but, uh, it switches back and forth between the mob talking about their plan and the police talking about, about their plan, which obviously is to kind of infer that they are similar. Yeah, that they're similar, that they are, uh, um, both trying to... I, I I mean I I you could take that it's to show that they're similar. Yeah. Um. Uh. You could also just take to show that they are both trying to work on a plan at the same time. But I think yeah, Fritz Lang knew what he was doing, so I think he was he was trying to you know show the dichotomy there between organized crime and and uh, police. Yep. Um. I was a little worried they were going to pin this on somebody that didn't do it. Yes. Uh, so uh, this film, I, just, I, just, I said it earlier, but I just want to say it's the pace of this film is wonderful. Uh, it, you never feel bored. Um, everything is just working together, getting you to the end of the movie. I never at any point felt like it was dragging. No, it doesn't drag at all. And it's 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 uh, at, it, at its most. Uh, we watched the Criterion DVD that came out a while ago. I don't think there's been a longer cut since. Um, I may be wrong, but this is an hour and nine minutes. I'm sorry, 109 minutes. Mm -hmm. um, and as far as I know, this is the longest cut that exists. Um, I know there are some there are some footage that is either was deleted or has not been found. Yeah. Um, but at this 109 minutes, ugh, 109 minutes, it's brisk. It feels nothing is nothing is in there that shouldn't be. It just. Whew, you, you, you don't feel the time. Um, I was also in the beginning, I wasn't sure um, if this is going to be a movie where they show who it is, who's doing everything, or if it's one of those things where it was just going to leave you guessing and then the end would come and you would still not know. But um, you do find out uh, who is doing everything. Yeah. And it's like in the middle of the film. Yeah, it is. Um, it's not it's not like an end reveal or it's anything not, like no. that. Uh, it, it's really, uh, it's not meant to sting you like that. That's not the, the, the focus. That's, yeah. That's not what he's trying to say no. with this. Um, I really like the guy who plays, uh, the killer. Peter Laurie. Yeah. He's, he's very interesting looking. Um, I, I do feel if he didn't, I, I don't know if they had awards back then. I imagine they did. And if he didn't win an award for this performance, I, I don't really know who would, you know? Yeah. His end speech, uh, is fantastic. I, it, it's Sorry. great. When I first watched this movie, uh, it's just, I was just entranced. You just, his performance is great. And it, it's, it, it needs to be great mm -hmm. because you need to actually listen to this child murderer who is trying to, uh, you know, plead and say, look, this, I am, there's something wrong with me and it's something I can't control. I don't want to be doing this. I would not do it if I could. Uh, but he must. But he must. That's what he says. Yes, he says that he must kill and specifically must kill little girls. The interesting part is, is that um, this is when the mob 
is actually kind of giving him a what I guess you what we would call a mock trial. Well, before we get to that, l- l- let's let's talk about how we get to that. Right. Um. So uh, we find out there's the killer. Uh, we get the mob gets involved, and um, the mob uh comes up with the plan that who who could watch over uh the murderer and him not be any not be aware of who they are and they decide the best thing to do would be the homeless people the beggars so as they say so um they hire i guess they hire them i imagine they do pay them yeah they did once they once they said that they did show a shot of one of the people with like a bunch of like butts cigarette butts and stuff um but hire them to find him and they do and the most infamous thing, which you know, on the poster back here, uh, they put they stamp the M on the back of his jacket, uh, which allows them to track him. Um, but then he finds out, and they he is cornered in a uh, I guess a, it's a it's a coal yeah it's a coal mine it's just a building there's there's some coal and there's there's a I believe there's a safe there's some sort of bank there's a, yeah uh, there's an attic with with uh storage which uh he of course is found up in the attic after after a while um and then we get him into uh this area where he's being interrogated by the mob um and meanwhile while this is going on the police has have also pretty much identified who he is Mm -hmm. um so they both are kind of working at the same pace the police and the mob um but the police uh, don't know that he has been caught by the mob mm-hmm. until a little bit later. Until a little bit later. Yes. Uh, but really, uh, I mean, the movie is fantastic. There's there's great scenes. There's great cinematography. Um, but really, I think what most people talk about is the end of this movie. Yeah, definitely. Uh, which I would really like to talk about because, uh, as I said, I think it's very very thought provoking. What are, what are some of your thoughts on the, on the on the last scene of the film, the last big scene? Um, it's, I mean, it's obviously a scene that's supposed to make you think. Yeah. about different sides of different things um obviously there's a lot of like mob mentality going on because they don't even when he pleads this case even after the fact i don't feel like they uh try to understand where he's trying to come from no um so luckily he does have counsel that they've provided for him which uh the council comes in after this big speech saying that he must kill people and talks about how uh since he is cannot control his compulsions that he is not responsible for said compulsions well he is responsible he just shouldn't be killed he should be put into a mental institution the state should uh try to cure him well and that was a good point the 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 uh the rest of the people had was so he gets put in an asylum and then what happens if he gets deemed fit to leave and cured and all that stuff and then goes right back out and starts killing. Yeah. Which, you know, I mean, this, this is a subject that has no right or right or wrong. I don't think, I think both sides have, have something to think about and, and, and have merit to them. The, uh, I feel, I remember the, uh, his attorney or legal counsel, whatever you want to call it. Um, does say he's he's sick and therefore we shouldn't kill him yes we should help him instead so there's also that argument which you know a lot of people either agree with or they don't yeah you're pretty much one side or the other and and most don't agree so yeah um even then when he was trying to make the case for him they still didn't you know 
didn't want to hear it. And, uh, I mean, if you haven't seen the movie, we're going to say how it ends right now, so you can skip this. Um, <laughs> they basically, uh, before they do anything, they're about to kill him, and the cops come in, and they stop it. And the last line of the movie is basically a plea for parents to to watch your children, to know where your children are, and, and make sure that you are doing your part so they are not taken. Exactly. Um, which is, you know, which I think needs to be said, especially, you know, so I'm not a parent, but but some parents tend to just, you know, do their own thing. Well, like I said, I think I mentioned this earlier to you today when I went somewhere and saw a sign that literally said, do not leave your children or your dogs in the hot car. And I just, when I see signs like that, it just makes me upset because I'm like, I can't believe that that's something that people have to be reminded of to not do. People are very absent-minded. I mean, sometimes, especially when they're going to places to get things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really like, just to get back to what this says, I really like that that this is a, a subject that, that is brought up with this film. Um, because it's a thing that you hear about often. Uh, you like a lot of true crime. Um, and I think it is... A, I mean, pedophilia kind of is a sickness and uh, it is a compulsion to do something that is bad. Um, And I mean, there has to be some other way to really kind of deal with that. Yeah. Other than just jail or death. Yeah, definitely. It's a uh, psychological like impairment, I guess, is yeah. the best way to talk about and it. And it, you know, it leads into a lot of the rehabilitation talk that they have of not only just people like this, but, you know, inmates in general. Yeah. Uh, people who have been in the system like their entire lives and don't know anything other than the system and therefore just keep, you know, getting thrown in prison because that's all they know. You know, that kind of stuff. They ha- the cycle has to break at some point, especially because, as we also know, um, a lot of people who do those types of things have had those things done to them when they were younger and they, again, it's like a learned behavior thing. Um, they, you know, and I'm not trying to advocate for anybody, but I'm trying to explain. It's a hard discussion to have. It is a hard discussion to have, but I like that the, the movie has that discussion. Yeah. It, it's a starting point. It, 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 it's, it's look. We could make. We should try to maybe look at this from a different angle. Um, well, and that's what they even said to him: is that he's an animal, he's a monster, all of that stuff. And I think that was them saying that, yelling those things, screaming at him. Um, he uh, and they are almost reflecting their own behavior by being like, "No, just kill him," you know, because that's you know that's how it's done in the animal kingdom. You just kill each other, eat each other, whatever. You know what I mean? So think that that's what the the language that was used is very specific because it's supposed to represent how we can be as humans. Yes, and also they're criminals. They've done things. Yep. It is pointed out that the, the main criminal, which they call the safecracker, is wanted for three counts of manslaughter, yep. um, in which he waves that off and says that has... He says it doesn't... It's not relevant. Yeah. And also the one thing that I really did enjoy is that the, the legal counsel uh, for uh, uh, the child murderer... Um, says, calls him a human being, in which they all start saying monster. No, he's, say he's not a human being. That's what they say. But no, I mean... His yeah. counsel, yes, his counsel says human being. 
They say no, and then he repeats a human being. Because um, like you said, they call him a monster, and it's, is he a monster, or is he a human being that does monstrous things? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there is a distinction between those two. Um, uh, really, if, if you know, it's two ways to look at it. Um, but I really, I, I, that's the one thing I really, really, really uh, love about this film and really champion Fritz Lang for doing, especially in 1931. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a this is a conversation that we still don't talk about today, really. Mm-hmm. Um, so for him to bring up a subject like this then, um, just just about the morality, just about morality, about what it is to be a human being, what it is to say that you can take someone's life mm-hmm. because. Uh, of what they do and you think that you have the right to kill them because of that um it's just it's just it's a fucking great film and it it does what every good film should do uh it makes you think about really important things things that maybe you wouldn't even think about otherwise i think it's definitely one of those films that should be shown in like film school and stuff like that oh 100 i mean i'm sure they do fritz lang if fritz lang is not shown in film school then that film school you can just get rid of that film school uh if you don't talk about m or metropolis um yeah fritz lang is a director that needs to be talked about because you watch his films and uh the technique uh a lot of the technique is like it's it's very modern and he was doing it back then yep um so yeah um if you don't know anything about fritz lang watch all the Fritz Lang yeah, movies wa- you watch, can find. Watch all of the stuff. Uh, I would start with Emma Metropolis and work your way back. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yes. Um, is there anything else that you would like to say about the film? Anything that it made you feel or think about? Um, no, I was just really impressed by a lot of the shots. Um, like when they corner him. I mean, not cornering him in where he hides, but in the street where all of the uh the beggars are are whistling to each other to make sure that they don't let him get away they keep eyes on him and stuff and that far away shot that they have is really excellent the one that's down on yeah yeah that's probably if not my favorite one of my favorite shots of the film um and one of my other favorites that you also pointed out as well is when he's uh we're coming in on a like storefront window Mm. and actually managed to go through that window in the same shot which is really neat well, that's the one thing. Uh, so there is, it starts with the beggars. So we're, we're, we're after they find, they do their plan with the beggars and um, the, the camera just goes throughout this uh, restaurant or, or, you know, cafe, whatever. And it's all one shot. And then it goes up to the wall and it goes past this menu and it just shows the wall. And then that wall turns into the wall of an outside building yeah. and, and then we go in through the window yeah. uh it's a very very great shot um there is a, the smallest tiniest hiccup uh which which kind of sucks but you know you know what he was going for it's still great um i really love that shot um one of my f- absolute favorite two shots of the movie because it, it tells you it tells you so much without even really having to do anything is the beginning of the film where he picks up uh Elsie and um they're walking along and then all of a sudden uh, uh, they, they they go back to like the mom and she's like, where's Elsie? Where's Elsie? And then it just cuts to a shot of the ball that Elsie had just rolling down some grass. And then it cuts to another shot of the balloon that she had just 
going away in the wind up near the power lines. And it's so it's just powerful. It's just like I you know exactly what those shots mean. You, nothing else needs to be said. You you know, you don't your hand doesn't need to be held as you have said about uh films and the what you don't like about in some some films. Um it's just it's just great storytelling, great visual storytelling. There was another shot that I really liked that included that where it's because uh, uh, the mom's setting up, it looks like for dinner or something like that for the oh. kid. And there's a shot of the empty chair with the plate and the the setup and all of that stuff. Which... That's, that's the third one. That's right before yeah. the other two. And that one I really like because yeah. that one is just like, you know, obviously it's showing that that will be empty forever now. Yeah. So. All right. So what would you rate the film? Ten. <laughs> I don't know what else you would rate it. Yeah, double another ten, two tens here. I mean, it's it's it's. If you don't like this movie, uh, I would say either you are a young person with a short attention span, or you don't like movies, or you don't like movies, or or your defense is that you don't, you can't stand uh, black and white movies, or you can't stand subtitles, uh, which none of them are a good defense. No, none of them. Not a single one of them. Good film's a good film, doesn't matter when it was made, doesn't matter what language it was in, doesn't matter what it looks like, it's worthy of your attention. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yes. Um. So, yeah, M, Fritz Lang's M, 1931, find it, watch it. You should watch it. You should watch it. It's probably available uh, a lot of different places. Uh, uh, shout out to Canopy. Yeah, shout uh, out. Which is a very wonderful streaming service. Um, if you have a library card, you have a streaming service filled with a bunch of important films. Um, uh, so if you are looking for a good streaming service that's completely free, uh, go to canopy.com, get out your library card and put it in. That is not an ad. That is just... That's I, just, <laughs> just something we like. I love Canopy. Uh, it, it's wonderful. It, it's filled with important films that uh, everyone should see. Um, if you are a lover of film it's true i agree yes uh so thank you for listening guys um we are closing in on 40 episodes yep um and then our next milestone will be 52 which will be a year yep of doing this podcast every week yep which is pretty crazy it is um i i i won't lie it's doing this every week because it's a little time consuming. It is time consuming. And it is, uh, uh, it's been a little tough here and there. Uh, but I'm very proud that we are almost about to be hitting that mark. Me too. Um, I'm excited to see what you pick for next week. Um, I don't know what it is. I know you have lots of stuff. You know, I There's one I you. don't want you to do. Uh, <laughs> um, but I hope it's one that I will really like. Yeah. Um, we'll see. Yes, we shall see. <laughs> we'll see. We shall see. Uh, so, guys, uh, tonight we will have our stream as normal. Um, uh, what is it? What, we do it at five, right? No, we do it at six. We do it at six. It's your stream. It'll be it'll be either uh, eight p.m. or nine p.m. Eastern tonight. I'm thinking probably more towards eight. A little earlier for everybody on the East Coast. Um, Got to pick a story for that. Yep. Um, and I think. I'll be playing a certain game that somebody's been wanting me to play. Oh, good. <laughs> uh, so please come out for that. Um, we are also doing the last stream with Danny on Saturday before she goes to her job on Saturday night yep. for a month, two month and a half. It's just about. Yeah. Um, 
what is the movie that you, did you pick one for your last stream that you really wanted to do? No. No, we will get to that. We will find one. It's going to be a special one. I mean, this one was the past one, uh, Nothing But Trouble, no, which was very fun. Another one that Danny and I both love a lot. Um, but we have to pick another one that we both really, really, really love. Yes. I'm, I'm sure we won't have trouble doing that. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure as well. Um, so, yeah, guys, thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, please come join us tonight if you want to watch some games and hear a scary story or two. Uh, otherwise, uh, join us on Saturday. And then otherwise, yeah. we'll see you next Tuesday. Yes. Yes. Tuesdays and Saturdays. Tuesdays and Saturdays. That's our schedule. Mm-hmm. Come hang out with us. We like it. We have fun with you guys. Yeah. Hopefully you have fun with us. Hopefully. 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 Um, but thank you, as I said a million other times before. <laughs> We will see you guys soon. Have a good night. Enjoy yourselves. Enjoy some movies. We'll see you later. Bye, everybody. Bye, guys.